2016 high school graduating class. Good morning. Would you please join us in singing hymn number 502, Tis So Sweet to Trust in Jesus. We'll sing the first and fourth verse. Let's stand. We know that because of the graduate recognition, we've got a lot of visitors today. We thank you so much for coming. And on behalf of our church family, we want to extend our hand of fellowship to you. Let's take a moment to shake hands and smile at others, especially our visitors.
At this time, one of our deacons, Tim Gillum, is going to come and lead us in our prayer, our opening prayer. Let us pray. Um, Heavenly Father, we are, are truly thankful to be in your house. And Lord, we thank you for the, the rains and the sunshine and the wind and the, the beautiful earth you've created. Father, we, um, we ask that today as we gather that um, you be worshipped by our hearts. Lord, that you would teach us and you would speak to us. Lord, we thank you for the graduates and we pray a special blessing on them. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Tim. Thank you again for coming, especially if you are here supporting one of the high school graduates. And in just a few minutes, we'll recognize them. Uh, for the church family, uh, let me quickly tell you that we've received a thank you card from Mary Frances Wren and her family is posted on the bulletin board. Please notice the schedule tonight. We will meet at the home of Doug and Linda Carver on 289 Carver Hope Road. Uh, beginning in June, we, for the Sunday night services, we have a very casual meeting at people's homes. I'm going to ask a few of the folks coming if they would bring desserts, but if you come, please wear casual clothes and bring a lawn chair. Also, if it is raining, if it's real stormy, then we'll, not, we'll just cancel everything. We'll not meet here. We'll just cancel it, but hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll be able to meet uh, again at Doug and Linda Carver's. Uh, the deacons meeting for tonight has been canceled, but uh, the Alaskan mission trip is at 7 o'clock. Please notice tomorrow night the handbells and the women's uh, prayer group. Uh, Tuesday night, the nominating committee will begin meeting. Please pray for this committee. Members are Susan Carver, Linwood Clayton, Ronnie Clayton, and Kay Yarborough is the chairperson. In your bulletin is uh, the nominating committee uh, survey. Uh, please, this church needs many, many volunteers throughout the year. And if you would pray about this, if there's a position that you would like to volunteer for or continue in, please list that. And if you feel led to give up a position, please, please, uh, we encourage you to follow the Lord and do that. But we don't want to discourage anyone from continuing to serve. If you've got suggestions and information, you can put it on the form also. Uh, also, our Wednesday night services, Praise and Worship Choir at 6, the Adult Bible Study at 7, and the uh, Adult Choir at 8. Thursday night, the youth will be leaving the church around 5.15 to go to a Durham Bulls game, and all the young people are invited to that. A couple of quick dates, Vacation Bible School, June the 20th through the 24th, and the Mission Fundraiser on Saturday, June the 18th, is a barbecue chicken dinner and also a gospel bluegrass uh, uh, sing. A couple of other inserts that I want to point out to you. Registration for Vacation Bible School, please. Uh, you can register online, go to the church website, but this will help us. Is important information that we need to know about your child that you can give us, and it will help us to take care of them in a, in a better way. Uh, this morning as we pray together, and let me remind you once again that we have now made two prayer lists, one that we give out once a month, and uh, this has folks that are in like uh, nursing centers, assisted living facilities in the military and the ministry, those living outside of Roxborough. Please help us keep this accurate. And also the white list here is people that are having surgeries or in the hospital uh, this week or this coming week. 
So please remember these folks that are in the hospital right now at Duke Regional, Joyce Bowles, Alton Reeves, Colin White will have surgery tomorrow at Duke Regional. This week at Duke, Tracy Chambers will have tests on Thursday and Vicki Hubbard will have surgery on Thursday. And please continue to remember the, um, the young child, Ryder Ferguson, who is at Duke. We've been asked to remember uh, Rec, uh, at Rex Hospital in Raleigh, uh, Bob Watson, who is Steve Evans' uncle, and also Mrs. Mary Edmonston. We've got her listed at Roxburgh Nursing Center, but she is at Person Memorial in the Extended Care Unit. Please remember these folks at home, Rick Allen, Weldon Bowes, Doug and Linda Carver, Richard Carver, Elma Clayton, Pat Kucher, Reverend Brian Hager and Donald Wilson, Bud Hall, Earl Humphreys, Rosemary Lewis, Bob Long, John Randall, who had surgery this past week, Kim Robertson, who has been undergoing some tests, uh, Wilda Reeves at home, uh, Joyce Wren. She'll go back to the doctor for a cancer check on Wednesday, so please lift her up that she'll have a good report from that. Texie Wren, uh, Pam Wren, Donna Wilburn, Vera Whitfield, Jan Mitchell's mother, who had been in Duke Regional for several weeks, is back at home now. And please add to the list Alice Carr, who was in the emergency room Friday night at Duke Regional, and also Will Paul. And again, please, please remember the nominating committee and remember the Vacation Bible School. So let's join together now as we pray, okay? Father, we come to you in these moments lifting up the needs of others. God, we lift them up not because you don't know about them or you've forgotten about them, but we lift them up, Lord, to encourage them, to support them, and, Lord, to, to keep us from being so focused on ourselves, Lord. Help us to, to reach out to others through prayer and through encouraging word. And, God, we just pray that you'll meet the needs of all that we have called by name, all that are listed on the monthly prayer list as well as the weekly list. God, we pray for all the folks that have gathered here in this hour, Lord, that you would bless each one. And God, I, I just thank you for loving each and every one of us. I thank you that each of us are, are special creations of, of you, Lord. And I thank you that you have a plan and purpose in all of our lives. God, may this truly be a time of worship and encouragement and focusing on you. And God, as we pray together, we remember the prayer that your son taught his disciples to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And our verse of the month, uh, this is the month of Father's Day. And so we want to read this verse out of Ephesians chapter 5, verse 25. Let's say this together. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. One of the special events in the church year is to recognize our young people uh, that are graduating from high school as well as graduating from college. 
And this morning, we want to recognize the high school graduates. I'm going to call their names uh, in alphabetical order. Uh, Carol Clayton, if you'll come and stand. We've got a little gift from uh, the church, and Mr. Clayton will present that to you. As I call your name, would you come and receive the gift from Mr. Clayton? And whichever side you guys are coming from, would you walk back? Don't go back and sit down, but if you'll stand and face the congregation, okay? As I call out these young people's names, if you are parents, grandparents, or family member, we want you to stand in honor and recognition of the accomplishments of your young person, okay? And again, the list is in your bulletin. Um, and, and several of these are our grandchildren that are not going to be able to be here, but we wanted to list them. Uh, Carly Briggs is the uh, granddaughter of Earl and Sue Briggs. And uh, Carly, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Don't embarrass anybody. No, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Cody Carver. Cody is the son of, um, of Kevin and Amy Carver. Cody, God bless you, sir, and if you'll stand right here. And he is also the Chief Executive Operating Officer of uh, uh, Carver Gardens. And uh, <laughs> if you want to buy produce, go down to Chubb Lake Loop, okay? Okay, thank you. You may be seated. Courtney Ellis. No, not you, Cody. We want... <laughs> Courtney Ellis is the daughter of uh, Kevin and Robin Ellis. And again, grandparents and brother and uncles and aunts, please stay in there in this time, okay? Thank you. Uh, John Honeycutt is the son of Larry and Jackie Honeycutt. Okay, then y'all go ahead and stand. There you go. Okay. All right, get a picture there, Mama. Okay, all right. Caitlin Robertson is the daughter of James and Kim Robertson. Okay, Caitlin. Blake Sanford is the son of Daryl and Tricia Sanford. Okay. Jordan Scoville is the daughter of Tammy Carver. Okay. Okay. Megan Wilson is the daughter of Marvin and, and uh, Lori Wilson. They're all graduates of Person High. I should have mentioned that earlier. I'm sorry. Uh, Stephanie Gillum is a graduate of the Gillum Family School, and she is the daughter of Tim and Kim Gillum. Okay. Okay. Sammy Brandon is a graduate of Sweet Gum Academy, and he is the son of Michael and Lynn Brandon. Allison Bowles is a graduate of Webb High School in Oxford. She is the daughter of Greg and Patricia Bowles. Another grandchild that is not here is uh, Wade Briggs, who is a, a graduate of uh, Halifax. <laughs> what I say? Yeah, Sue again. <laughs> Many grand youngins, and she's got it wear her out being at all these services. You know, he is a graduate of Halifax County High School in South Boston. Uh, as you guys stand for just a moment, and if you want to take a picture, please feel free to do that, okay? I want to mention the college graduates, and if a college graduate, if you are here or if you are a family member of the college graduate, we want you to stand too, okay? 
Cameron Clayton uh, graduated from NC State in December of 2015, and that is the son of Linwood and Fran Clayton. Any of Cameron's family here today? Okay. Uh, Dee Evans is a graduate of the University of North Carolina at Wilmington, uh, daughter of Steve and Tommy Jean Evans. Okay. Casey Harris, she comes to the 11 o'clock service, to the 8.30 service, but she graduated from Piedmont Community College um, in nursing. Okay, would you stand? Any of that family? Jacob Phelps graduated from uh, Piedmont Community College. That is the son of Chris and Amanda Phelps. Okay. And Jessica Scoville is the daughter of Tammy Carver. She graduated uh, from Piedmont Community College Jessica, we're glad to see you. Congratulations, girl. And one that we did not get listed, but we want to make mention of, and we don't try and leave anybody off, Kaylee Tricky, the daughter of David and Karen Tricky, graduated from Meredith College. Okay, all right. Thank you. Congratulations, I'm telling you. Okay, now, the best thing we can do right now is lift these graduates up in prayer. And I want to ask you as a family member, as parents, grandparents, or just a friend of these individual graduates, you don't have to pray for just one of them, but would you lift them up in prayer as I lead us in prayer? Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, Lord, we are grateful for these young people and for their lives. We thank you, Father, for the homes in which they've been raised, for moms and dads, for grandparents, for brothers and sisters. God, I thank you that they know what it means to be loved by family because they're here to support them. And God, we thank you for the hard work that they've done. And we pray your blessings upon each of them. Lord, I lift to you Carly Briggs and Cody Carver and Courtney Ellis and John Honeycutt and Caitlin Robertson and Blake Sanford and Jordan Scoville and Megan Wilson and Stephanie Gillum and Sammy Brandon, and Allison Bowles, and Wade Briggs, and also Cameron Clayton, Dee Evans, Casey Harris, Jacob Phelps, Jessica Scoville, and Kay- Kaylee Tricky. God, I pray that you would bless them. God, may this only be the beginning of a full and abundant life for them. Lord, they'll be taking many roads. Lord, I pray for these high school graduates that that will be continuing their education or going to work or doing both or perhaps even getting married very soon, that you would bless and lead their lives. God, I pray for the college graduates that as they seek employment or as they begin employment, that you would bless them. God, I pray that you would open many doors of opportunity for each and every one of these young people And God, again, I thank you that they can depend upon you. They can trust you that you've got a plan for their lives. Thank you, Lord, for them being here today so that we can honor them and so that, Lord, we can honor you by honoring them, knowing that they are your creation and your child. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You guys can now be seated. Thank you all so very, very much. Join us in singing hymn number 220. Tell me the story of Jesus. We'll sing all verses of 220. Let's stand. 
you lead us, please? Amen. the music committee here for just a second. If you're visiting, just kind of tune me out. Um, if you've been here over the years, you know that we've had some ups and downs and a lot of changes going on in the music program. But there's one thing that the music committee can assure you of is that we will have music, vocal and instrumental, and we will be praising God through the music um, program here. Um, so with that said, let me just tell you what's available for you. Adult choir practice on Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock. Handbell practice by Judy on Monday nights at 7 o'clock. Um, <coughs> praise and worship second and fourth Wednesday nights at 6 o'clock. There's praise and, um, pr kids praise. That's on Wednesday nights, second and fourth Wednesday night, maybe. 
Okay, um, not sure on that one. Um, but it's two Wednesday nights a month. And um, as you know, Miss Betty is no longer with the men's choir, but the men's choir will be singing. Um, we will be meeting on Monday the 13th and Monday the 20th, and the men's choir will be singing the last Sunday of this month. So we encourage all of you with your talents to please come and join us in any of those areas that you feel led. Thank you. Now, visitors, you can tune me back in. Um, this morning, our specialist, somebody prayed for me. And um, there have been different songs over the years that we have sang at um, graduation. And this song, I think, is very special um, because each and every one of you, somebody's prayed for you from the time your parents found out you were in the womb. They prayed for you. From the time you were born, they prayed for you. From the time you started school, they pray for you. They pray for you every day in every situation. EOGs, you don't believe it? Ask my sons to class. We pray for you guys. Um, major test in every situation. And those prayers are not going to stop as of today because you're going to need them more and more than you would ever imagine at this point in your life. There are major decisions to be made in your life from this point forward. And this church body will be praying for you. We will be praying for you, your parents, your grandparents, your friends, your aunts, your uncles, and we don't want you to forget that. And this song, this morning, this song we want to dedicate to you. Somebody pray for me. We're going to sing track 24, I believe it is. Steve, I'm so sorry. I turned around and the choir said, and you expect us to sing after that? <laughs> so what this is doing is just allowing them to gather themselves so they can sing. God knows what he's doing in every situation. So I'm going to turn around and I'm going to <laughs>
skin. Father, thank you again for these graduates. God, we, we want to encourage them. And so I pray, Father, that as I read a portion of Scripture and share some thoughts with them, that, Lord, they will be encouraged. Encouraged to know that not only did you create them, but, God, even this moment, uh, throughout every day of their life, you love them and you have a plan and a purpose for their life. And may they find that they can trust your Son, Jesus. Bless them in every way and keep them forever in your care. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to read some verses to you out of Psalms 139, and I'm going to be reading this out of the Living Bible. Um, I encourage you to follow as I read it on the overhead. Uh, The psalmist writes, O Lord, you have examined my heart and know everything about me. (laughs) That's a pretty strong statement, isn't it? And I want you to notice in these verses that I'm going to read how the psalmist uses the expression, you know, you chart, you both proceed and follow me, you are there, you made all of me, my innermost parts of my body and knit them together, you were there while I was being formed, you are thinking about me. And all of these are testimonies about how God took care of this man, David. Listen to this, verse 2. You know when I sit or stand. When far away, you know my every thought. You chart the path ahead of me and you tell me where to stop and rest. Every moment, you know where I am. It's almost like a parent, isn't it? Y'all supposed to laugh. Thank you very much. Uh, God really, he loves you so much. That's what I'm trying to share. Verse 4, you know that I'm going to, you know what I'm going to say even before I say it. You both precede me and follow me and place your hand of blessing on my head. This is too glorious, too wonderful to believe. I can never be lost to your spirit. I can never get away from my God. If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I go down to the place of the dead, you are there. If I ride the morning winds to the farthest oceans, even there your hand will guide me, your strength will support me. If I try to hide in the darkness of the night, in the night, if I try to hide in the darkness, the night becomes light around me. For even darkness cannot hide from God. To you the night shines as bright as day. Darkness and light are both a light to you. Listen to verse 13. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit them together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. It is amazing to think about. Your workmanship is marvelous and how well I know it. You were there while I was being formed in utter seclusion. You saw me before I was born and scheduled each day of my life before I began to breathe. Every day was recorded in your book. How precious it is, Lord, to realize that you are thinking about me constantly. I can't even count how many times a day your thoughts turn toward me. And when I awaken in the morning, you are still thinking of me. I want to read a prayer. This is actually something that I found a number of years ago, 1998. Uh, That's about the time y'all were born, wasn't it? All right, well, I was just a couple of years old myself then, but uh, this, 
This was in a, in a paper. It's entitled, A Prayer for Graduating Seniors. Lord, the final curtain comes down this week on four wonderful years. There have been many more changes and growth during these four years than perhaps any period in our lives. Amid these changes, there have been hurts, disappointments, and frustrations. There have also been many happy, exciting experiences that have motivated and challenged us to explore our potential to give our best. Today, our emotions are electric. We feel a sigh of relief, a sense of accomplishment, and a gnawing feeling of nostalgia. We also have that what-do-I-do-next-where-do-I-go-from-here feeling as we leave the security of high school and friends. For allowing us to have these wonderful experiences, Lord, we thank you. With the abilities and talents you gave us in the, in the four years of study and preparation, we want to serve you to the best we can in whatever field of service you lead us. We don't know what the future holds, but we know who holds the future. We thank you for that assurance and commit ourselves anew to you this day. Amen. On behalf of your church family, I want to congratulate you. For 13 years, you've been laboring to get, to, and a couple of you have already graduated, and I know that, but most of you will graduate next Saturday morning, and you'll receive your high school diploma. That high school diploma represents more than simply attending school. Number one, it's a launching pad. What a great moment in your life. Some of you will continue to go to school by entering college. Some of you have already been involved in college. Some will now begin to work full-time and enter one of the greatest schools of all, and that is the School of Lifetime Learning and the School of Hard Knocks, as they used to call it when I was your age. Perhaps marriage is in your immediate future. High school seems to mark in our society the passage from simply being a teenager to becoming a young adult. But also, this point in your life can make you very, very vulnerable. What force will lead you from now on? As you vacate your family nest, <clears throat> this might still take a couple of months, parents, or a couple of years, or a couple of decades, but... When you do vacate your family nest, what will be the foundations for your life in the years to come? Now, instead of, live, instead of living in a strict, strictly ordered environment, you will now make the rules or decide which rules will apply to your life. And in making those decisions, you will now bear the responsibilities and the cost of mistakes that are made. I am not trying to depress you, but lead you up to this point. Is there anyone, anything you can trust in this life to give you success, fulfillment, and happiness? And my answer to you is yes. You can trust Jesus. And that is my heartfelt advice for you. I became a Christian three weeks before the end of my junior year in high school. And I'll be honest with you, I was scared stiff not only... Uh, becoming a new Christian, but uh, soon afterward I felt the call to the ministry and knew that I needed to go to college, for which I had not prepared. And I didn't feel like I had not only the financial resources, but the gifts, uh, gifts of ministry or gifts of being a good student. But I found 
that in Jesus there was someone that I could trust. The word trust means confidence or faith in a person who will care for you. And folks, that's what I want you to understand this morning. Can you trust Jesus with your life? And the answer to that is yes. I want to use the letters of the word trust to describe why you can trust Jesus with your life. The T stands for truth. Where and what are the ideals and values that you can stand on in life? And folks, I want to tell you there's a lot of lies being propagated in our day. But there is one firm foundation, and that foundation is found in the one who is the truth. Jesus said in John 14:6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. Jesus also describes, and Chris, if you will go please up to the next one, John 14, 6, we just read that. Will you go now to Matthew? Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 to 27, Jesus described the building of a life and compares it to the building of a home or a house. And listen to what he says. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house upon the rock. Chris, if you go to the next one, please. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds beat and blew and beat upon that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell, the floods came, the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell, and great was the fall. You remember this, if you came to Bible school or Sunday school, you remember the wise man built his house upon the rock, the foolish man built his house upon the sand. But folks, that is one of the greatest teachings for us to understand at the point in time that I feel you are in life. Jesus is truth. And Jesus will be that solid rock, that solid foundation for your life. You can trust him. You can trust Jesus to teach you the truth and how to live and have an abundant life. The R in truth stands for roadmap. Roadmap. And let me, let me just share these verses. And Chris, you don't have to go back to them. I want to read them to you again. Before you were created, before you began to develop in your mother's womb, God had designed a master plan for your life. I know you've heard that before. But folks, let me read these verses to you out of Psalms 139, verse 3. You chart the path ahead of me and tell me where to stop and rest. Every moment you know where I am. Verse 5. You both proceed and follow me and place your hand of blessing on my head. In verse 16. You saw me before I was born and scheduled each day of my life before I began to breathe. Every day was recorded in your book. Why did God create this road map for your life? And I'll give you three reasons. Number one, because he loves you. And again, I know you hear that all the time, but he does. Number two, you'll be tempted to get on the wrong road in life. And Matthew 7, verse 13 and 14, and this is not on the overhead, but let me read these verses Jesus said, enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction. And those who enter it are many. 
For the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life, and those who find it are few. Life is going to be tough. It's going to be a struggle. And anybody that tells you otherwise is going to be misleading you. You hope that there will be better days than worst. You hope that there will be good and happy days more than the, the hard days and the sad days. But those days are going to come. But folks, it all depends upon which road we travel. And Jesus said there's two paths that you can take. One is in following him and one in following the world. His road map would lead you to follow him. And a third thing about this road map, God wants to be with you every day. And he wants to be that guide for your life. If you accept his road map, listen to what Proverbs 4.18 says. But the good man walks alone in the ever-brightening light of God's favor. The dawn gives way to morning splendor. You know, there's so many uncertainties in life, but as you give your life to the Lord and as you follow him, the psalmist said, we'll walk alone in the ever-brightening light of God's favor. Folks, it's just like every day becomes more and more a revelation of God's love for you and God's purpose in your life. So not only can you trust that Jesus is the truth, but you can trust Jesus to be the roadmap of your life. The you in trust stands for you. You are important to Jesus. Listen again at these verses that the psalmist wrote. Let me read them again, verse 13 and following. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit them together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. It is amazing to think about your workmanship is marvelous and how well I know it. You were there while I was being formed in utter seclusion. You saw me before I was born. You scheduled each day of my life before I began to breathe. Every day was recorded in your book. How precious it is, Lord, to realize that you are thinking about me constantly. I can't even count how many times your thoughts turn toward me. And when I awaken in the morning, you are still thinking of me. Folks, listen. If you're seeing somebody, I don't know what y'all call it. We used to call it courting. And that's, you don't use that word anymore, do you? That's kind of like a dinosaur. What do you call it, hanging out? I don't know. I've been married so long, I don't even know what romance feels like. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm just seeing, I'm just seeing if y'all are still awake, okay? But, but look, when, when you tell somebody that you love them, you're probably going to tell them, I'm always thinking about you. And folks, that's one sure way to tell if you're in love. Because you'll never be able to get that person off your mind. Whatever you're doing, you'll be thinking about that person. That's one of the signs of being in love. But folks, I want to tell you, one of the signs that God loves us is that he's always got his eyes on us. And, and folks, there's something that all of us need to understand, that the Lord want, not just wants to save us from our sins, but he wants to be a, a part of our everyday lives. Jesus wants to be part of our careers, our education, our marriage, our family, our health, our wholeness. And folks, all of this is important, not only to us, but it's important to the Lord. So you can trust Jesus because you are important to him. And the S in trust stands for strength. 
We will need much strength. You will need much strength in the life to come. And in verse 10, the psalmist says, Your hand will guide me. Your strength will support me. You're going to need physical strength to work, to provide for family, to study. You're going to need emotional strength because there will be hard days ahead. There will be many mountains and valleys, and you will need the strength of the Lord. And you're going to need spiritual strength, divine guidance, divine insight, intellectual fortitude, which means, or intestinal fortitude, which means guts and grit. And God can give you that. Some of the strongest and most gutty people I've ever met in my life were people that were serving Jesus Christ. And that spiritual strength will come from an unfailing uh, Savior. In the Old Testament especially, God speaks to those that he puts in positions of leadership. And one of the men that he put in position of leadership was Joshua. And this is what God said to Joshua, Be strong and of good courage. Be not frightened, neither be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And I remind you again of that great verse, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You can trust Jesus to give you strength. And the final T in trust, I believe, could be said to stand for tomorrow. Tomorrow. Listen at the last phrase of the verses that I read to you uh, out of Psalms Psalms 139. And when I waken in the morning, you are still thinking about me. Folks, listen. Our tomorrows can be placed in the hands of Christ. There will never be a tomorrow in your life when Christ is not with you. Let me give you some for instances, okay? If you wake with fear, Jesus will give you courage. If you wake with pain or grief, Jesus will give you comfort. If you wake with sadness, Jesus will give you joy. And if you wake with remorse for sin or failure in your life, Jesus will give you forgiveness and assurance. So folks, none of us know what will happen tomorrow, but we know that Jesus himself will be with us each and every day to come. Today, as we honor you through love and compassion, we encourage you to trust your life to Jesus. And I would read two other verses of Scripture that surely you know well from Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. And this was a father speaking to a son. And he says this, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not rely on your own insight In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. Our prayer today is that God will bless you, and he will keep you, and your journey of life will be one of great joy and happiness and fulfillment. And when those hard places come, you'll be aware of a Savior that will see you through each and every day. Thank you for coming today to church and being a part of this service. And may God bless you and may he keep you in the years to come. As we close the service today, we're going to ask our young people to come again and stand at the altar and face the congregation. We want to ask again God's blessings upon you.
And after the amen, I want to encourage um, family and friends to come by and speak to all these graduates. You can leave your cap again un- on your seat or under your seat. I know you don't like wearing those things, and I don't blame you, okay? They wore my hair off, okay? <laughs> Would you guys come and stand and face the congregation? Pray with me as I pray with these young people. Lord God, again, we lift each of these young people up to you today. God, what a great journey that is before them. And God, we thank you again that you've already given them families and homes and friends and neighbors that have loved them and encouraged them. God, give them many, many more throughout the years ahead. God, most of all, may they seek your will for their life, knowing that you have a road map and a plan. And if they follow you, it will be like building their house upon a rock. God, I I just thank you for their lives. Thank you for the person that they already are. And God, as they go off to college, please bless them. Please provide their means to continue their education as they perhaps begin to work and go to college at the same time, I pray that you will bless them with physical strength. And God, I I pray that in years to come as they make decisions about marriage and about family, God, that you would just lead them to the person that you have created to be their companion and helpmate. God, again, I thank you for these moments of celebration. I know next Saturday morning, Lord, they're going to be some happy, happy folks. And I just pray again that you will bless and keep them in your care throughout the years ahead. All these prayers we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. You are dismissed. Please come and speak to these graduates, okay?